It's DTS 2.16, and we are one week away from Forsaken. Pre-patch is going live, new weapon slot changes, and a whole lot more. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to the DTS Podcast. My name is BBK Dragoon. I'm joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. Oh, my gosh. One week away from Forsaken. A lot of stuff to cover. The big old patch changing up, like, the meta, the PvP changes, the new weapon slot stuff is going live the day of this show, Diddy. So many things to talk about. Before we get into the news, you want to kind of break down for me these leaks, or are we going to not talk about them? I think we sweep it under the rug. Let's, That's uh, right. Yeah, we're not going to touch the, any of the leaks in this show. Um, so this is this is a spoiler-free show for any of the leaks that you've seen. But our Discord, discord.me slash show is not spoiler-free. So if you're a member there and you don't want spoilers, uh, avoid it. So yeah, And don't worry, yeah. everyone pings and here pings are disabled on that server. So anyone who tries to ping you on it, there you go. Yeah, not an open invitation to be a jerk on the Discord, but just something we, we can't regulate it. It is a, a place for discussing destiny news and oh my gosh the week of leaks did he story leaks gear leaks activity leaks data mining in full effect once again i have to admit i caved i watched bife's story <laughs> leak video and my mind was blown if it even comes close to landing on what the speculation is with some of these leaks we are in for an amazing time with forsaken next week right yeah absolutely okay next week oh my god it it's hitting me Oof. yeah good time to playing... play destiny <laughs> a bunch of PvP ditty and enjoying it, enjoying my last few like experiences with the old weapon slot system. My favorite time in Destiny, especially for PvP, is what the listeners are going to be experiencing pretty much right now. The August 28th patch is going live. Class balance changes, grenade changes, all that stuff, and the weapon slot changes are going to be going live. So why don't we get into the show without any further ado? We're almost at Forsaken. Let's go. Did you shed a tear, Diddy, for the last stand cinematic? Almost. Almost. <laughs> Definitely hit me in the feels. Uh, no tears were shed, though, because vengeance is on the way. That's right. Are you ready to, to avenge our fallen brethren, Cade? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, visually, that cinematic was insane, and I'm... I'm really happy now. It's taken me the whole summer to really be at a good place where that they're revealing this major story plot point so early. Um, when because when that reveal happened of oh my gosh of the shot and a couple months back, it was like why did they show that now? But I'm starting to get it. That's like our this is making us want to play the game. And I still think there's more under the hood. Like, I think there there's a lot yeah. of moving parts, especially with stuff we can't talk about here on the show because of, like, story leaks and spoilers. But I just have a feeling they've recalibrated they being Bungie to the idea of, look, Kate is a very beloved character. Let's use this action. Let's use this turning point as a real catalyst in the story of Destiny 2. Yeah, use this plot point to have an overarching bad guy 
kind of like the Taken King was, but amplify that, right? We had Oryx as the main villain for the story mode, and then we finally beat him in the raid following that. Something similar, maybe not that exact formula, but something similar, hopefully we'll see that this time around. Mm -hmm. And before we actually get to the release of Destiny 2 Forsaken, everybody gets to try out Gambit, the new PvEVP game mode that is going to be available free for everybody. Is it this weekend, Diddy, for just like one day, right? Yep. So it's this Saturday, September 1st at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time until uh, September 2nd, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay. So one full day. It doesn't matter what level of Destiny 2 that you have. I think any Destiny 2 owner, even if you just have vanilla, can try out Gambit, the new um, PvE VP game mode, two teams of four. You're going after enemies, and then you can invade the other team's world and try and just wreak chaos and disrupt them. I'm pretty excited. Yep. I know they've had this playable at like Gamescom and Guardian Con and E3, so we've not tried it just yet but i am excited to sort of wet my chops before forsaken comes out and good on bungie for doing this type of thing to maybe get some people off the fence i bet the blizzard launcher is going to advertise it right yeah uh, i would think so yeah because they do free weekends for pretty much everything and mm -hmm. it's a really good point that you mentioned that it was playable at these previous uh gaming events um that's what we're getting pretty much this weekend there's not going to be any stat recording no ranks no gambit specific rewards it's just going to be the game type just to get exposure to the new play style awesome good points i forgot about that yeah so just expect year one rewards while you're playing over the course of the weekend oh all right today the Maybe august potatoes. 28th patch i'm super super excited to be honest i'm also a little nervous because i think the meta that we have right now even though i'm sick of vigi wings and graviton lances isn't like as egregious as some previous like d1 metas so I'm both excited to see what the weapon slot changes are going to do and what they're also going to do in a negative way. So uh, time will tell. But for right now, experiment, try out lots of things. Diddy, what's changing? Walk me through the list. Everything. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, so again, this is this week's patch. So as you're listening to the show, these changes are probably live right now. So we're getting class balance changes, a ton of them, uh, including the new grenade changes that we have seen previously. So increased... Uh, recharge timers on those and then whatever cha else changes that we've explained previously now the big one the one that i'm really really excited for and old school destiny fans are going to be really excited for the wanted escapees from the prison of elders will roam the open world they won't drop rewards until next week but <laughs> very similar to before the dark below or for before house of wolves dropped for destiny one we're having world events or like vips spawn in and it's you're going to be able to kill them. Would you say the wolves are on the prowl, Diddy? <laughs> oh, no, because it's not the house of wolves. I know. Just so, but, <laughs> I wonder what flavor text we'll see uh, for these events. So that'll be really nice. They're also increasing the difficulty of lost sectors to 240 power. Uh, a big change that a lot of old school Destiny fans will be a fan of. Xur no longer displayed a vendor icon on the maps and no longer tied to flashpoints. So classic Destiny, you're going to have to go search for Xur. So Dotto, yes, that series is coming back. You're going to have to do the find Xur every single weekend now. <laughs> Where is Xur.com? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess that hasn't been working. So yeah, that's that website's going to be relevant again. Uh, weapon slot changes are happening this week. Yeah. This is the longest point, and uh, 
I never like reading off like a giant list of stuff, but I think it's prudent for here because there's a lot of gear changes that are happening. Okay, so during the transition into the new, we're kind of, we're halfway between year one and year two. We're not going to be experiencing all of the mods and the gear and the stuff that is coming September 4th with Forsaken. This is more just the halfway point. So here we go. Uh, weapons that overflow players' inventories will be sent to the Postmaster after this patch goes live. Year 1 slots equipped with weapons that are moved during this update will remain empty until players equip another weapon. The following Year 1 power weapons will become kinetic in Year 2. Alone as a God, Balagant, the Frigid Jackal, Hawthorns, Field Forge yes. Shotgun, which I know Diddy's just freaking smiling up a storm Favorite right now, shotgun. right? <laughs> Perfect Paradox, Shepherd's Watch, Silicon, Neroma, and then the following year one power weapons will have their elemental attribute changed and locked to solar for year two. The Ikelos SG V101 and the Ikelos SR V101. Continues with some exotic weapon changes here. So the year one exotic power weapons listed here will remain in the power slot as exceptions to year two weapon slot changes. The Darcy, the Acreus Tractor Cannon, Whisper of the Worm. All other year one energy and power weapons will have their elemental attribute locked for year two. New ammo economy will be live to support year two weapon slots. Exotic weapons, armor, and emblem collections will become unavailable until September 4th. Players should grab their desired items before the 28th. Too late if you're listening to this show, most likely. <laughs> the new collections will return on September 4th. Okay, Diddy, it keeps going. Take the baton away from me. <laughs> All right, so some tool chip tips may not reflect actual item behavior during the week before uh, September 4th during that transition. And some examples will include that uh, the perk description for Thin the Hard on Fighting Lion. Herd, will herd, Thin the Hard. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, that's, oh my God, that's an inappropriate sentence. Uh, on the Fighting Lion will incorrectly list old <laughs> behavior of dropping energy ammo. The perk description for Bring the Heat on Ash and Wake will erroneously list non-existent perk functionality mentioning recharging grenade energy. The perk description for Triple Tap will incorrectly describe old behavior of pulling ammo from reserve. Again, these are all perks that they're updating for next week. Uh, exotic weapons will lose their plus five power mods in preparation for September 4th. All remaining legendary and exotic gear will lose their plus five power starting on September 4th. Year one armor mods will be depreciated entirely starting on September 4th. And then finally, Nightfalls will not feature strike scoring until September 4th. Yeah, and we're going to hit on the mod stuff uh, at the end of the show today because they actually talked about the year two mod system. Um, it's pretty cool. I actually like what they're doing. It reminds me of like socketing things and wow. So... When can I expect to play Destiny 2 Forsaken Diddy, and how long is the maintenance period going to last? So the launch time on September 4th is expected to be 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Before that, Destiny 2 is going to go offline or down for maintenance at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time until around 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Destiny 2 is in maintenance mode before the official launch of Forsaken. So if you're taking the day off work and you're on the Eastern time zone, that's after lunchtime for you. So yeah, do a half day. Yeah, do a half day. <laughs> work. Go in the morning, pretend like you care, and then go home, play some Destiny. <laughs> oh, man. I wish Tuesdays weren't like my busiest day of the week. I mean, long ago when we were younger lads, 
I would take off for these launches, but I don't think I can do so with this one. It's just too many responsibilities yeah, to work. But I will not. be <laughs> big eye bags under my eyes that week. Lots of coffee coming in the next day, just going like, oh my gosh, Forsaken. <laughs> the new raid is called Last Wish. It's going to be releasing September 14th at 10 a.m. That is a week and a half of prep time for you hardcore players. I'm very happy that they came out and said that three days is not enough time for players to get through the Forsaken content and get ready for this raid. The size and scope of Last Wish is looking ridiculously good. I'm so excited, Diddy. I just, I am getting so many hype vibes about Destiny again. And I think it's interesting, maybe there's no connection here, but the cinematic's name, the Last Stand of the Gunslinger, and then you have the raid name, Last Wish. Maybe it's not tied whatsoever. Maybe this Last Wish has to do with other previous destiny characters who had an impact <laughs> in the past but just putting it out there food for thought i'm you really excited, excited for the raid too. uh yeah it's uh, i've always uh, this year i'm not gonna be able to do it I'm not gonna be able to do the raid on launch day because of work time of course uh but i do like the fact like you said that they're doing it 10 days after because if you consider of course max power is what 600 for uh, Forsaken, they're raising that power level up to 600 from 400. That's a 200 power level gap, depending on what power level they recommend for the raid. Yeah, I would definitely think three days is not enough <laughs> for that power grind. It, it speaks volumes to, well, I hope it speaks volumes, to the amount of things that they expect us to have to get through before we right. reach that raid point. And I really like that time frame because i think that's going to allow me to hopefully raid day one depending on how much i can play over the course of you know that week oh yeah Long i gotta set shortened. aside some time the that weekend next not this weekend next weekend gotta oh yeah this is a three-day weekend in the u.s by the way diddy this weekend or next weekend i think this weekend's labor day oh yeah i it's weird. surprise weekends are the best or surprise holidays are the best holidays that, that happened previously on one of the shows oh my yeah. goodness <laughs> All right, let's I never talk about keep track. I never keep track. You're too mods. <laughs> Since we can't keep track of holidays anymore. We're getting old. Uh, <laughs> you're too mods come from the following sources. All exotic armor drops, regardless of year, have a chance to come equipped with a mod. Non-raid year two legendary weapons and armor drops have a very small chance to come equipped with a mod. Now, very important, Diddy, are these next two points about how you can get mods out of gear that you have, right? Right. What are they? <laughs> oh, sorry. That was a that was a good that was a good oh, handoff, and I totally dropped the ball. Uh, <laughs> my gosh. Uh, so, uh, all right. So I'm just gonna read these verbatim, then we'll talk about them in detail. You may pull mods out of gear for use in other gear by dismantling the original item they dropped in. Mm -hmm. Also, you can choose to slot in a new mod over the old one. Mm hmm. Weapons and armor that you purchase from vendors will not come with mods. However, Banshee 44 will sell two mod packages. One direct buy, year two armor mod, updated daily, and same thing. One direct buy, year two weapon mod that is updated daily. You may acquire mod components for trading with Banshee 44 by dismantling other loose mods. If you guys are wondering how the economy breaks down with your year one mods and stuff like that, what they're going to turn into material-wise, year two stuff, um, I'm going to link the TWAB on our website, destinytheshow.com. That's this week at Bungie. And you can go in and read It's boring. I don't really want to cover it here. <laughs> but essentially, um, I've got my weapon. 
I've got a year two mod that's sitting in my inventory. I can slot that in this weapon, no problem, right? But yep. if I want to get that mod out of the weapon, I can slot another mod over it. I'm not getting that mod out of it. I have to like dismantle the actual original item that it dropped in, if that makes sense. So it's like, yep, I can keep replacing the mod with a new one. So I don't have to, you know, anytime I want to change that mod in the gun, I don't have to delete the gun. That's silly. However, if I want to pull that mod out of the weapon to use in a different weapon, I'm going to have to dismantle the original item it dropped in. Yep. I don't think this is, uh, on the outset, like, going to be that big of a deal. If anybody's like, oh, my goodness, I want to be able to use whatever mod I want whenever I want. Like, I think you're going to be able to. The fact that Banshee's going to be selling a daily mod for both armor and weapons, it will not take long, I don't think, for us to acquire the, the inventory that we want to slot over the old ones. This just reminds me of a little bit, a tiny bit of investment they have to put in, some thought and care, kind of socketing this mod in the weapon instead of just, oh, different encounter, I'm going to drag and drop it into this gun, you know? Yeah, and I think on the uh, on the note of who's going to complain about this, you worded it better, but whatever. Uh, so <laughs> I think it depends on the frequency of the mod drops. Obviously, Banshee's going to sell one or one armor, one weapon mod, daily but how else do we acquire them and how often can we acquire them as well so that would factor into how frequently we can update that mod uh basically it's a it's a form of re-rolling that the weapon that you get you finally find that perfect mod for your weapon like the better devils it needs that one mod and you keep trying to find that one and you can apply it to that weapon so there you go mm -hmm. Yeah, and speaking of um, some more mod stuff, your one armor mods in your inventory will cease to work but can be dismantled or traded for materials. This is on September 4th. Um, also, your year one armor mods currently slotted in year one armor will cease to work but remain slotted into that particular piece of gear. And finally, year two armor mods will be able to be slotted in both year one and year two armor mod slots. That's armor. Talking armor. Not getting into the weapon side of things right now. So... Yeah, you're pretty much safe at this point to dismantle your mods, obviously. You're going to be stacking up materials. I'm saving so many materials, Diddy. Oh my gosh, I have a lot of Crucible <laughs> tokens that are saving up here. All of these freaking, like, Banshee 44 materials. I'm just, I'm waiting for September 4th. I'm, I'm viciously excited, dude. Have you been this excited since the Taken King? Um, no. I think I was the most excited for Taken King, and nothing... Axis, that raid came really close because I think that raid was so well done. Wrath of the Machine. Wrath was but, great. But I think King's Fall, or not King's Fall, but the Taken King was the height of my Destiny hype. And this is this is getting up there. I'm I'm pumped. Uh, I've obviously like the last four to five weeks been dipping my toe back into PvP a few days of the week. I dip my toes back in even deeper this week i have a good like friend just an irl buddy we play counter-strike and stuff together and he's a sort of like he he's gamed for a long time but he's never really been involved watching much youtube gaming stuff or paying attention to twitter or anything like that long story short i tried to get him to buy forsaken like super heavily like dude you gotta check out destiny 2 you've got this pc you like fps games and he bit the bullet and ended up getting the Forsaken like $60 thing that gives you vanilla, curse, warmind, and Forsaken. And he and I have been playing together. I rolled a new character, a Titan, and he's rolling a Hunter, so you'd be proud, Diddy. I sold nice. him on the Hunter. Well done, sir. And it has been so cool to be this fly on the wall because we've been 
kind of like Destiny nerds for going on four years of Destiny the Show, this weekly like news podcast. And being around a player who's never experienced Destiny 1, didn't know what Destiny was, like other than just kind of this, I don't know, an FPS game, I liked Halo. Listening to him as he plays through it is such a cool and weird experience. He thinks it's like visually gorgeous. He keeps talking about how good the gunplay feels. Like he cannot get over how pretty the game is on PC. Mm-hmm. And he's just having this really fun time. He ends up skipping most of the cinematics. Like when Gaul's talking, he's like, <laughs> ew, gross turtle people. Like I can't remember what he described. The whole pig, space pigs is what he called the, the cabal. Oh my goodness. Um, But it really was this kind of weird experience for me because... As more regular players, especially during D1, not regular players during D2, but like just listening to him enjoy the story and enjoy this introductory experience to the game, I was thinking, I I kind of get it. I think that D2 vanilla experience was clearly made more so to cater to somebody who never tried D1 versus us when we went through the story the first time in d2 and we enjoyed it but then we immediately started butting heads against all these shortcomings measuring it up to (laughs) d1 you kind of get where i'm framing like it was intriguing right i don't know what the word would be right yeah destiny seems to have this curse where the best time to play destiny is a year after vanilla launch when the first major expansions coming out uh, like like a month before that happens because you have all this vanilla content to get through and then in a few weeks you have this major expansion revamping a lot of systems that's pretty much how it went for taking king and that's how it's uh, apparently happening for forsaken but that's awesome to hear those new player stories are always always heartwarming to hear you know yeah if there if there's somebody who's listening who either played just a little bit of D2 vanilla and left, or if you're coming to Destiny for the very first time and, like, you're listening to the podcast, shout out in the comments, like, on YouTube or tweet us at Destiny the Show or hop in the Discord, discord.me slash Destiny the Show. Like, those are cool things and nice reminders, I guess, especially for me, Diddy, as the, the heart becomes hardened over time and we've just been through all these different cycles. You know, my friend, over the course of a week, is about to like get to binge a stupid amount of Destiny. He's got the vanilla story to get through. He's got Curse of Osiris and Warmind. He won't get much gearing done. You and I both know, like in the course of a week, an employed dude is not going to get a whole lot done <laughs> in terms of it. But then yeah. he's going to get to roll straight from the end of Warmind story into Forsaken, into gearing up and like enjoying strikes, not just the Forsaken strikes, but all the old strikes. And I cannot wait for him to discover raiding. He's like. What's like the biggest amount of people you can have together? I'm like, six people. What's a raid? And I'm just sitting here like smiling like, man, I wish I was you and could re-experience all of this. He is a true kindergartenian. Totally. (laughs) Oh, his complaints are probably going to be the best when he gets into PvP. Like, man, Blade Dancer's not OP. All these stinking like (laughs) Titan shoulder charges. That doesn't seem right, does it? Titan shoulder charges are coming back to one shot. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the heck? Oh, man. (laughs) It's been a fun four years, my dude, and we're coming into uh, what I hope is just like this renaissance for Destiny 2. And I'm I'm excited, like legitimately, genuinely excited. I'm taking my criticism glasses off and just going to enjoy like the next month is going to be pure destiny bliss i hope and then the salt shall return in the destiny subreddit as it always does of course yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a month of bliss a month of 
wait, what? And then the third month of complaining, and then the next content drop happens, yeah. and then, then it just the repeats. annual pass yeah. thing happens. But 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 to be the fair, quarterly destiny cycle. <laughs> to hit on what you said, it does seem like it takes Bungie a year to kind of get it to the point where they had wanted to present it in the first place, right? With the Taken King, mm-hmm. D two. I hope the devs, and it feels like they're getting a better sense, especially with Warmind. I think Warmind was pretty much a home run when it comes to like regular people playing the game or are more dedicated hobbyists playing the game. I think they're getting a better sense of how to develop for this game. And hopefully that continues in the annual pass, and I hope we don't hit the reset button again come Destiny 3, where they're like, nope, we went back to the drawing board, and all the developers now have to relearn how to do the things and stuff again. No, don't do it. Like, just build I'm on looking your at current you, Noseworthy and Smith. Uh, <laughs> build on the current success. Mm, just do it. Yeah, I'm stoked, and I hope the listeners are stoked. Enjoy all the changes this week, you guys. Um... Try out tons of new things. Don't complain about imbalanced things over the course of the next week. Let's wait until we're deep into Forsaken a few weeks, right? People have mods. People are gearing up. We're starting to see, like, the raid gear, all that stuff. Just enjoy it right now. So, Yep, agreed. Where can people find your content, Diddy? Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. You can find all the links from today and more destinytheshow.com you can follow us on twitter at destiny the show and like i said join our discord discord.me slash destiny the show you can follow me on twitter youtube instagram all the stuff at bbk dragoon thanks for listening everybody have a great week and we'll see you in forsaken